0: Hello, and welcome to Top Tech Tools, the show where I introduce you to a business tool and give you my top three tips. I am your host, the Tiberius of this TechShip enterprise, Charles White. Today, I'll be covering Google Drive, the hyperdrive to your file sharing system. So what is it? Google Drive is Google's cloud storage space where you can keep any kind of file, even non-Google file types. Yes, even we'll let you store Word docs in there. Now, we need to make a distinction in between what a file is and what a folder is. A file is anything stored in your Google Drive, which could be a PDF, Docs, Sheets, Slides, etc. And folders are the separate places with their own unique sharing permissions where you can keep files. That leads on into our first tip, which is to share the same file in multiple folders. Now, this isn't a readily accessed function of Google Drive right now. It has been different in the past, but how you access this function is a little bit hidden. So anywhere inside your Google Drive, go ahead and select a file or a folder, then press Shift and Z. Then a box is going to come up with your whole file system, and you're going to be able to select the file that you want to duplicate access to that file inside that folder then press the little green add here button. You could do this on as many different folders as you want to for that file or a whole folder in another folder system. So. You want to do this because you can do this to change the kinds of permissions that you're giving to different teams for certain files or folders. For example, if you have a sales team that you want to have as read-only access compared to the marketing team, that you want to be able to make changes within a specific file. That will make it so it's most easily accessed in the right kind of sharing permissions without having to individually go to every single person on every every single file and change the sharing permissions. So this is the easiest way to share the same file or folder across multiple teams without having to change those permissions for every single document. The second tip that I have is that you want to check out the advanced sharing permissions. So we already have three different sharing permissions. You have the can edit, can comment, and can view. Editing access, they could do anything with it. Can comments. you have a lot more restricted. You're not going to be able to make any changes, but you still, uh, unless we go into these advanced... Um, options here. You're going to be able to still print it out and you're going to be able to add people on there. Um, And then there's the third option, which is can view, which you're only going to be able to look at the file itself, not make any changes or anything else. So underneath, there is an advanced option. Now, there's two options, depending upon whether or not you have a file selected or a folder. If you have a folder, you only have the first option available. If you have a file, then you have both. And so the first one is prevents editors from changing access and adding new people. So that means that if they're a part of a team that has edit access, but you don't want them to be sharing it with anybody else uh, besides who you want as the owner of that specific file or folder, then you can restrict that. The second one is only available on files, but not folders. So if you do want to change this, it's unfortunately um, not something that you could put across a whole folder type, but you will have to do as an individual basis for each file that goes into that folder. And that is to disable options to download, print, and copy for commenters and viewers. Of course, if you have edit access, you're always going to have all of those different options to be able to make changes. Besides, of course, if you change the first one, that is preventing the editors from adding people. But they're going to be able to do anything. Now, if they're going to be just commenting and viewing, um, you may just want them to really just look at it or just make comments on it. But you don't want them to be able to make another copy or take it somewhere else or whatever else you want them to do. It's going to give you that extra level of protection with the file that you're sharing with those people. And my third tip is to actually use the star function. Now, inside Google Drive, you have the ability to look at the all of your your information about that document. And if you right-click, there's an option to be able to add star to that. Now, it's kind of like a different folder inside your Google Drive. It's not gonna be a folder within a folder or anything else. It's actually an option over on the left-hand side that says starred, And you could star either a file or a folder, but, It's something to be able to keep you a little bit more organized when you're working on a specific document and you want to continue to get back to that in a very easy way. One instance that you could do this is that if you're working on a one device, maybe it's your home computer and you're gonna be switching to your office computer, you could start the document that you're on and then you could easily re-access that from another browser. Or the same thing if you want to work on something on your phone and then switch it over your desktop, or vice versa, on your desktop and you wanna take it on your phone. It's the easiest way to be able to re-access those documents. Now, you do have the ability, of course, within Google Drive that says the most recent document that you've done, but sometimes it's not as intuitive and it doesn't pop up right away or whatever the issue is. It's also just a a way to keep organized with the things that you want to continue to work on even after you shut down all of your multiple browser tabs. I'm sure that you have 50 up and you just want to close them all and get back to the things that you really need to focus on. So you could just use it as more of a task list of the files that you want to work on. And of course, if you do end up making different versions of a Google Doc, and say so you make a copy of something and you wanna retain the old version, but you want to more easily differentiate in between the newest version that you have, um, instead of having to go through complicated naming conventions in version 1.302, then you could just star the latest version, the most relevant version, so that you could easily identify what that is. So how much does all this cost? Well, the free version is 15 gigabytes, and everybody has access to that as long as you have a Google account. The next tier up is all these are gonna be monthly prices. For 100 gigs, it's gonna be $1.99 a month. For 200 gigs, it's $2.99 a month. For two terabytes, that's $9.99 a month. Or 10 terabytes, that's $99.99. Um, or if you end up upgrading and you really wanting to use a lot of space and you know you're gonna use it and it's gonna be beneficial to you, if you want to do a 100 gigs it's going to be $20 yearly 19.99 or 200 gigs it's going to be 29.99 or 2 terabytes at $99.99, which is the same price that you'd be getting for 10 terabytes on a monthly basis. And that's it, they don't have any more yearly plan. Now, bonus tip for this is that if you're on Google Drive and you're looking at your drive space, go ahead and click on that link on there to add storage space, and if you wanna do the yearly plan, you're gonna have to click on the yearly price in the parentheses beneath the plan to be able to actually have access to get the yearly compared to the monthly. So, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you want me to cover something, let me know. You could reach out to me on Twitter, at Charles Off White, at Facebook, at facebook.com slash White, or on my website, charleswhiteservices.com. Talk to you again soon.